Hello and welcome to the 1 160 of a second photography podcast. This episode today is called Updates. There are several updates I need to give and you might think, oh, that's a boring thing where you talk about changes to this and changes to that. Why are you doing this? Why you decided to do that? It's not really. There's just a few things that I've updated, changed in my photography and something with the podcasts and it just seemed right to do an update episode. So let's start with this photography podcast on YouTube. It used to be YouTube was an afterthought and YouTube is an afterthought. I started the podcast because what I was doing on YouTube didn't really satisfy me. And I really wanted to have a discussion about photography and talk for a long time about photography. Now, that doesn't really suit video. And to to be honest, it would take so long to do that as a video. I mean, I, I could talk for 40 minutes in an episode or 25 minutes or whatever. But to do a 25 minute video in YouTube, I, I just don't have the time. It doesn't suit YouTube either. So when I started doing YouTube, I had a photography YouTube and then I started doing this podcast alongside. Now, I think we're in episode 166. So, you know, it's gone on for a long time. I don't see it stopping. Occasionally I'll have a little break from it, but I rarely do. I try and do one every week. It keeps going. With the YouTube channel, actually, because I've not been doing photography, so I'm not getting out and doing photography. There's nothing to film. I don't want to be buying just kit for the sake of making reviews. So I actually found I wasn't doing much photography. So I actually changed it to video because, well, I was doing lots of video in the pandemic. I had plenty of time. I was doing lots of video. So I changed my channel over and I thought, you know, I haven't put this episodes, I haven't put episodes and I haven't been updating episodes on YouTube for, for, the, for, the, for the photography podcast. Reason for that is I really never get a huge amount of engagement on YouTube and people will maybe listen for 10 seconds and realize I'm in the wrong thing and they'll leave. So I get really good engagement as a podcast. I put the podcast on YouTube primarily to give another um, channel where people can go and listen, another way of people discovering me. And the discovery has been fairly successful and it hasn't been fairly successful. So like I say, most episodes, they don't get a lot of views. You know, I might have some episodes. In fact, I have some episodes that have zero views on YouTube, have some episodes that have two. I have some episodes that have done very well. My review of the Rico GR3 has done very well, had a very good thumbnail. It did very well and it actually had quite good listening figures. But then had quite a lot of thumbs down because I suspect people clicked on it expecting it to be a video review and it was just a picture with me talking because that's what I do for the podcast. Well, I'm going to come back to that in a moment with that. That's what I do with the podcast. So I put it on YouTube as a bonus, but I hadn't been updating it. So I think there were maybe 35 episodes that I just think weren't on. Right, I'll put them on. So I spent ages putting them on and here's the update regarding you this photography podcast on the youtube i'm going to keep updating it i'm going to release the youtube episode as i release the audio episode to itunes soundcloud anchor and all the other places it goes so i'm going to be better on youtube now 
to sort of animate and put things in it would take so long particularly for a long episode so i just put up a picture and i put up a title and that's that but i recently got some software that i think and i haven't tried this out this will probably be the first episode i try this out with so let me know if it's any good that will give some dynamic movement to my voice so i'm going to try that out so that's my first update I have no idea how successful it will be. I have no idea if it will be any good, but I'm going to give it a go. There we go. So that's my first one. Second one is an update came out to software called Photo Vibrance. Now, Photo Vibrance, I've already reviewed on this podcast. You put a photo in and you can animate it. Fantastic. It worked like something called Photo Mirage, which came out years ago. It was good. It, it didn't cost a lot of money. It's by the people who made Create Studio. It was good, excellent, but it just did movement, and that meant that you had to have something with movement in. So it was fantastic for waterfalls, or no, it wasn't fantastic for crowds, but it was really good for waterfalls because it could take a picture of a waterfall and it can make it look like the water was moving. Things like that was really good for, but certainly I don't go out and take pictures of waterfalls. I don't live next to a waterfall. So it had quite limited application. It was good. It was easy. You could take your photo. You could turn it into something that looked wonderful, a sort of cinegraph. It integrated with free stock sites like um, Unsplash and I think Pexels. So if you didn't have a waterfall picture, you could go and get one. But because it was movement, it had limited application, although I thought it was very good and at a good price. They've recently released an update where you can add motion. Aha! That completely changes the game. So a couple of years ago on YouTube, you'd see these, um, particularly for bigger channels, these sort of intros that were motion graphics where things spun around. There were particles and stuff. Well, you can use photo vibrance for that. So... I got the update and I went, I tried out, I just found a picture of a snail, nothing special from a stock site. And I could have sort of 3D rotation around the snail. I could have zooming in and zooming out and I could put in particles. Now, it's really particles that and blurring of particles that sell a 3D image. So you'll notice in CGI films and stuff or films with lots of CGI and there's always particles and sort of bits and bobs and bits of dust and that actually helps sell the realism of CGI scene. So now Photo Vibrance has that and I think that's a complete game changer for Photo Vibrance. So I could take, I could go and search on stock site and I could get an image and I can search for pretty much anything and for my YouTube videos I've been using stock images from Unsplash to put in the background. So I can get something really good and I can put text over it and I can do some zooms in, some 3D rotation. So basically, with a very cheap piece of software, I can do motion graphics and motion intros and things like that that previously I would have needed something like After Effects for. And not only would that cost a lot of money, I'd have to learn it. This is really easy. It exports up to 4K. It's fantastic. So you can breathe new life into your photos. You can adapt things. Um, again, it's only it only gives it gives you a video. So if you're not interested in video, dare say, what's the point? 
but for me it's certainly very good that's update number two update number three is now it's summer and i'm out a little bit more and it's brighter i've been back using my 360 camera so i've been using my ricoh 360 camera getting some really interesting images just for me not for display not for social media or anything like that and i've also got a insta 361 x2 and i'm using that for video now i personally think the Ricoh is better for photos and the Insta 361 is by far better for video. So that's what I've been using them for, one for photos, one for video. Yes, both can do the other one, but not as well. So the Ricoh does 4K, but it's not very good video. Um, it's soft, It's you can see the stitches. It's not a one for video. I might sell one. It would probably be the Ricoh if I were going to sell one. But at the moment, I'm happy with both. And I'll probably do a comparison between them. I don't know if that's going to land here or if that's going to land on YouTube. But I think a comparing between them is quite good. Obviously, the Insta360 ONE X2 is the big market leader. The Ricoh is a lot cheaper. But it depends what you want them for. If you just want photos, honestly, I, I, I get the Ricoh. Anyway, that's update number three. And update number four is Instagram. I got up to 100 episodes on Instagram. Not 100 episodes. I got up to 100 posts on Instagram for this podcast. And I think my last episode was about this. And I haven't posted anything since. I really don't know how I feel about Instagram. When I was out doing street photography back before the days of the pandemic... I had an account just for street photography and that was quite successful, but I found I was going out to get images just to put on Instagram, which defeated the object of it. What's the point doing things for Instagram? I don't know. So I'm going to keep going with Instagram, but maybe I'm not going to be posting regularly. Maybe I'm going to do a post once a week and it will be for this photography podcast Instagram account. But... What I've, all, I've always felt about Instagram is it's another thing to do. And I found it is another thing to do. Again, I've tried out bits of software that do very good Instagram posts, but it's another thing to do. It's another thing to worry about. It's another piece of software to buy. Um, and of course, I review software, so it's really not the end of the world. But yeah, there we are. I don't know what Instagram... I just don't know about Instagram. I don't, I don't even know how to finish that sentence. So this has been an update episode. I hope you found it useful. I hope you found it interesting. I hope it hasn't just been a, I'm, you know, those boring YouTube videos where it's a channel update. No, it hasn't been like that. It's been updating you on some relevant things. Probably the Instagram isn't that relevant, but there we are. So do let me know. I love reading your comments. Do let me know what you think. Do let me know what you're up to. Stay safe. We're not out of it yet. Don't get cocky. Don't ruin all the hard work is what I would say. And most importantly, get out there if you can, if you feel safe and if you feel comfortable and do some photography. Thank you ever so much. Goodbye.